Hey everybody, this is Cindy Fish. You are listening to the At His Feet podcast. I want to invite you today to set aside your whirlwind of busyness and mental to-do list to have a seat beside me at the feet of Jesus. Now let's pursue Him together. Thank you for listening. Hello, welcome to episode 28. I'm excited to do another podcast today. I actually, I guess two nights ago, was up at like, I think until almost 3 a.m. with bad heartburn, (laughs) pregnancy heartburn, and a little bit of insomnia. And so I had read something that day that stuck out to me, and then I just was awake, so I just started typing, and um, today isn't very long. It's not very deep, um, but I hope that it is encouraging to you. I went today for an ultrasound for baby Elias. That is our our third child. I'm at 30 weeks right now. They actually, in the beginning, I think I asked you just to pray for us, but they found a couple of complications. So they've sent us to a specialist and they've had us doing extra ultrasounds and all of that. I haven't shared it with you actually what it was, but I'm feeling so much peace and I just feel okay to share. They basically are doing the ultrasounds to check on his growth to make sure that he's growing okay. The placenta, which is the baby's life source, you know, um, is an abnormal shape. Um, it's not usual or typical. And so sometimes that can cause growth problems for the baby so far. So good. He is right on track. He measured some of his measurements today were like 30 weeks in a day and some of them were 31 weeks. So he's right on track growth wise. The other issue was his kidneys. They weren't outputting correctly. And so, um, basically they had more urine in them than they should. And so they just told us they would monitor it. Um, and we've been praying that his kidneys would just mature. So maybe you can come alongside me and pray that too, that God would touch him and that his kidneys would mature and everything would be fine. If for some reason he's born and they haven't matured, then they would talk surgery. And so we are just taking it one day at a time. And, um, I'm just feeling peace about it, though. I'm feeling peace, and I'm thankful that I know that God has the ability to change it in a moment. And I can't imagine going through something like this, even though this isn't even half as scary as things that so many others find in ultrasounds. Um, But I can't imagine going through it without knowing the one who heals, the one we've talked about. Uh, Jehovah Rapha, we talked about him before in that way, you know, to heal, to mend, to restore, to make whole. That's what that Rapha means. And just as a reminder, you know, the day that I got the call that there was something that could be wrong was the day after I released that Jehovah Rapha episode. To be candid, you know, it was really hard. I, um, I cried. (laughs) I thought, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then you start Googling and then you think of all the things that could be wrong because at first they didn't tell me all of it. Um, And so you start looking at effects and all of that. And I just, 
that we were on a long car trip and I just cried, had to let it out. And I just said, God, I trust you, you know? And, and even in that episode, I said, if you're going through something, I want you to just lean on my faith because I believe God can do anything. Well, when it's you that you need something, sometimes it's a little bit harder. And so it's been a process of just once again, trusting God, but I feel like I'm there. And, um, I also know as soon as we feel like we've got something down that something else comes. So for now, <laughs> I have learned to trust him once again in a new way and for my baby. So uh, that's all I am going to get to the episode today. Today, I'm actually going to talk about a story, a very small, tiny portion of a story that I read in my daily Bible reading. I'm still doing Uh, The Bible plan that I started in the end of December, mine actually does two or three Old Testament chapters and then a New Testament chapter. I have loved that because it kind of breaks it up and kind of has my mind in two places at once, which I have really enjoyed. But I'm I'm a few days behind. (laughs) I'm in the middle of getting caught up. It just happens, you know, and some days I, I have time to really only focus on one chapter. So I read that one chapter and the next day, maybe I finished the last one or whatever. But, um, I was reading in first Samuel. That's where I'm at right now in first Samuel. And I'm really enjoying Samuel's story and the way that God used him. And, uh, I'll just read the very first verse of, um, chapter three. So this is 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 1, and this is in the ESV. It says this, Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no frequent vision. So to, I guess, give you context, you know, uh, Samuel's mom, Hannah, had prayed and begged God for a baby. And she said, God, if you'll give me this baby, I'll give him back to you. And so God did. God gave her the baby. She, when it was time, brought Samuel to the temple to learn and to grow. And after that, which I think is so cool, after one of her times of coming back to the temple, God said God was with her and blessed her, and um, she ended up having three more kids. So she gave the one that he gave her, she begged for this this baby, and she gave her baby back to God, and then God ended up giving her three more. So no, she didn't get to see Samuel every day, but how proud was she, right, of him growing up in the temple, learning the ways of God, and being the next prophet. So that's where we're at. He's a boy. You know, Eli is is the prophet of Israel at the time. Eli's sons were just a big old mess. They were wild, and, and they didn't do right by God. But there was this boy, Samuel, not really having great heritage, but just being willing. And so it says that he was ministering into the Lord. And um I read that, and when I said, it says this, it says, And the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no frequent vision. So here Samuel is ministering to the Lord, but 
knowing that God's not speaking in this time. God's not really speaking to anyone in this time. But then I consider that God spoke in this chapter later on to Samuel. In a time when God was silent, we see that the one who was willing to minister to him, willing to pour out on him, is the one who still heard the voice of God. The chapter prior also states, so in chapter 2 it says it again, uh, the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord. You know, God didn't speak to Samuel the first time that he ministered to him. Probably not even the second, but God saw his consistency and his willingness to pour out onto God with no regard for what he would receive in return. As a matter of fact, Samuel was so caught off guard with God speaking to him that he didn't even know it was God. Right, we know that part of the story. God calls Samuel by name. He runs and he goes to Eli to answer. Samuel runs and goes to Eli, thinking it was Eli who called not once, not twice, but three times before he got it right. God desperately, so desperately, wanted to speak to Samuel. This boy that had ministered to him so greatly. God wanted to speak to him so bad that he would call over and over until he answered. We all desire to have God speak. But I want us to, instead of focusing on God speaking, let's consider Samuel's approach. It was totally an accident. He wasn't seeking God to speak. He was just seeking God to serve him, to minister to him. And I I just want to encourage you today to stop thinking so much about what you can get out of an encounter with God. It's okay to be hungry to hear his voice. It's okay to desire more. Trust me, I know because I am there. I'm hungry too. I desire things from God too. I've been praying to be used in greater ways. I've asked God to open up certain gifts of the Spirit to me, but you and I both know that it can't all be about the asking. It can't all be about what I can get or what you can get in that alone time. But we must learn to be consistent like Samuel to be faithful to prayer, to be faithful to the reading of the Word, and to be genuine about it. Not checking off items on a list, but to want to go to Him, to want to minister to Him. You know, on on the podcast, I've shared many personal, just God moments, like I've called them, and there's many I have yet to share. Some I probably never will, but if I was always expecting those mountaintop moments when I came to God. I would live my life for God so discouraged. You know, actually many of the moments that I have shared weren't just mountaintop moments, but would probably be better defined actually as those valley moments. The low points where I was just so broken and God stepped in and spoke. Moments that caught me off guard like Samuel where God would speak so clearly. I believe God has those moments for you too. I'm sure you've experienced some of them. But if you've lived for God long enough, you've probably also learned this truth. 
Nature shows us too. Life is not only mountains and valleys. If it was only the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, we would get this almost spiritual motion sickness from the constant up and down, up and down. The highs and the lows are probably where God speaks to you the most. They're probably the most memorable, but in between mountain ranges, there are the plains, the flatland, the slow and steady, almost monotonous. It's that daily walk. This is where Samuel had lived for years. No great victories, but just walking a straight path, walking forward, growing up in the temple, learning to serve God faithfully. You know the day today is where we learn to be faithful. The day today is where we show God how we'll actually respond to those highs and lows. The day today is where we earn His trust. I want to live in a way today that God knows that He can trust me. Just like Samuel's faithful serving, faithful ministering unto the Lord, as the Word puts it, that was where God saw that Samuel was trustworthy. And the very first word that God spoke to Samuel was a word of warning and a confirmation to the prophet Eli. God had to know that he could trust Samuel with such a word. I also consider why God didn't just tell Eli God sent Samuel as confirming what Eli had already well known. But even then, you know, Samuel wasn't grown. But age had nothing to do with the task that God trusted him with. This chapter in chapter 3, immediately following the words that I started with, where it said, Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no frequent vision. In that chapter is where God speaks to him. You know, episode one, we talked about Mary. Mary coming to Jesus and pouring the oil on him and then anointing him and worshiping him in that way and that that um, oil that she poured out was so costly it was that spike nerd and it was so costly that it cost a year's worth of wages and I pointed out that she wasn't expecting anything in return she came with that same worship she ministered unto the Lord in this same way Samuel gives us another Another example of a way that we can minister unto the Lord and we can bless Him and it's all about Him and it's not about us and it's not about what we can get back. I just want to encourage you today as you walk in the plains, as you walk in the day today, maybe you're not in the middle of a big victory, maybe you're not in the middle of a big tragedy, maybe you're just living life daily life. I encourage you to be faithful in your daily walk. 
It's easy to be faithful when your world's falling apart because you are pushed to prayer because you really have something to pray about. But in your daily walk, today, tomorrow, this weekend, when your schedule is full of tasks to do and many things are calling for your attention, I just encourage you to be faithful today. To minister to the Lord today without even considering what you would get back in return. There's always a return. We are blessed living for God, but it's not about the return. It's about ministering unto our God and and blessing Him and serving Him. That's all I have for you today. Short and sweet. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you next time.